Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks are both questionable for this game with a groin and wrist injury, respectively. Uh, for... I wonder what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Mike. It's on show. I couldn't help it. You're <laughs> fired. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco. I'm here with my co-host, Walker Kelly and Mike Valverde. And uh, off the top, I want to thank the Twitch stream boys for having me on last night. It was a lot of fun. Watched Thursday Night Farceball. Got really mad at Marcus Mariota. <laughs> really mad at the, or the, the Cincinnati Panthers, the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. So mad at my transfer destinations for them. Uh, I'm, I'm really mad at the Cincinnati Panthers, too. Yeah. That they those those losers don't even exist. Um, Walker, how's your Friday going? Uh, just fine. Yeah, we're we're having a day. Having a day. All right, Mike, are you confirmed a day haver? I, I am a confirmed day haver. Yes. Perfect. All right, let's get this started. But first, we will do the business stuff. Uh, we are the Football Absurdity Podcast, part of Football Absurdity. We are a website, the aforementioned Twitch channel. Uh, the website is footballabsurdity.com. Uh, Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash footballabsurdity. We also have a Discord. There is a link in the description. The Discord is hopping and popping. There's a whole culture there that I had no idea about. So go check that out. Uh, you can follow uh, the three folks here on the podcast on Twitter. Uh, I am at Jeff Crisco, K-R-I-S-K-O. Mike is at RFL Red Zone. Walker is at Big Daddy Dricks. And none of us, none of us, I've given Musk eight dollars. Never. I will never. never. I will never get verified. Nope. <laughs> get verified, my ass. Parentheses. I will never. Get I will verified. never get verified. <laughs> I, I I never understood it in the first place. Why do I need Twitter to tell me I exist? I. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, it's what it was. Uh, it started like in earnest uh, around I th- I think the 2012 election. Uh, where it was like a lot of people reporting on the ground and they didn't know who was real or not. So it actually got rolled out for like reporters. You could be like, oh, this person is actually a reporter. And then Uh people thought it was like a a status symbol. And it's like, it's not for the person who has it. It's for the person who sees it. Right. Exactly. And and so now it's pointless. Yeah. Now now everybody's going to have, or not everybody, but a whole bunch of people are going to have it and it's going to become diluted. And guess what's going to happen next? Elon Musk is going to say, okay, well, if you want the silver check mark, then you can play <laughs> 10 bucks and, and then the gold check mark will be $14. Yeah. <laughs> He's See, doing the Patreon tier method of running yeah. the website. <laughs> if, exactly. What's funny too, though, is if he had done like, hey, uh, $2 a month, you can edit tweets or $1 a month, you can edit tweets. You know, like you could put it all together that it came out to $8 a month, but you could get some features. I don't want the goofy check mark, but I would love to be able to edit tweets. Yeah, I think that would be so wonderful. If, yeah. I don't know how many tweets I've put out there where I hit send and went, no, that's not it. That's not yeah. what I want Walk- to do. Walker knows how many of those I've sent because somehow they find them immediately and get my <laughs> ass. Yeah, I always, <laughs> I'm always in there. I'm 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 too online, but it leads to good amount of own attempts on Jeff. 
That's true. <laughs> All right. Speaking of ownage, Carolina wins three to seven last night. Carolina three to seven. Three to seven. Uh, twenty-five to fifteen. Carolina is now three and seven. Uh, Atlanta is now four and six. That's the type of ownage you can find on Twitter.com/slash <laughs> Big Daddy Dricks. Apropos. Uh, speaking of ownage, how about Deonta Foreman Walker? Uh, yeah, he was better than I thought he was going to be. He was as good as I thought he was. Gonna, actually, he was better than I thought he was going to be. I didn't think he was going to get 31 carries for 130 yards, but um, the man you ran well. He ran you hard. Say, you yeah. don't say you didn't expect Deontay Foreman to carry the ball 31 <laughs> times. They just I, turned I'm, it to Derrick Henry. I miss Deontay Foreman. You know, he was once a Colt. Um, He's been on like every team in the NFL at some point. I, I think he has. He has never been a Lion. Uh, sure he has. He's going to be after this season, though, because the Lions are going <laughs> to sign him in free agency to replace Jamal Williams. Every night, he's a That's Lion. Lion down. Lion down, yeah. Get him. So, Deonta Foreman, um, obviously, he's not a locked and loaded starter because he's not multi-dimensional. Walker and I kind of talked about this on the podcast on Tuesday. But has he entered, like, the RB2 rotation for you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. The the moment, because I remember what he's done in the previous seasons, he's always done pretty well. Um, he was a Titan. When he was a Titan, he stepped up well for Henry. And mm-hmm. um, when he's been healthy, he's done well. So once he got that starting job um, after Christian McCaffrey, I, I can't remember what team he went to. Um, probably not a very important team. No, um, we definitely won't hear more about Christian McCaffrey later in the trivia. <laughs> Um, I, I, I put him in as an RB2 pretty much settled in. Yeah. So, um, next week he's got the Ravens, uh, then the Broncos, Seahawks, Steelers, Lions, Buccaneers, Saints. So a mix of good and bad games coming up here for him, uh, to finish up the season. But I think, uh, if you scrambled to your waiver wire and picked up Deonta Foreman, when, uh, Christian McCaffrey was traded, you can't be anything but happy with the results. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, over 110 yards in three of four games. Uh, the one game he got game scripted out. That's the only thing you have to worry about is the game script. But yeah, doing great. Doing great, Deonta Foreman. So um, his teammates didn't do all that great. Uh, Terrace Marshall led the way with one catch for 43 yards. Uh, <laughs> very cool. Very good. Uh, DJ Moore, four for 29. Um, I was going to write, like, you know, is it, can we trust DJ Moore still? But he's still, I mean, he was wide receiver 10, wide receiver 4 in two out of three games before this. So I think we still trust uh, uh, DJ Moore. Yeah, he'll have his good games and he'll have his bad games. And it's impossible to predict which one it's going to be at the outset. So uh, he'll be, he's a guy that you're throwing into your wide receiver three or flex spot and just hoping for the best. Yeah, Mike, have you changed your opinion on DJ Moore? Is he still, is he a guy that we can trust? What are are your thoughts on Moore? Yeah, he's, he's like one of those guys where you're like, well, if I have to, um kind of guys but i wide receiver three flex is walker was talking about it's pretty much well do i have to okay whatever okay to round out the carolina panthers is it visca season he had a touchdown get him out of here he had a touchdown he finally scored on a jet sweep yeah they had him running so many fake jet sweeps i felt bad for him like (laughs) he's running around out there every precept motion felt like a fake uh uh Visca Chenault sweep. Uh but uh but yeah, don't don't fall for Visca. Uh not good. <sighs> no, he had three they, he had three opportunities. No, he had five opportunities. Oh geez, okay, well. 
I thought he had uh, three. Uh, he had five. That was the third on the team, tied with Chuba Hubbard, who we can cut. Yeah, uh, he, he went invisible. It, apparently, they're just yeah, they're just going to Foreman. Uh, yeah. Despite despite what they did the first game where both were healthy, when yep. Hubbard played more than Foreman, um, I guess they decided that that experiment was lasting one week. Yep. Yeah, it's been one week since. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. All right. Uh, uh, thanks for the yes and there, Walker. <laughs> that's all. That's all I got. All right. I, let's. I attempted to participate and then I immediately bailed. Immediately just jumped on the riff. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Marcus Mariota. Uh, the play of the century. Uh, Mike, did you watch this game last night? Uh, I was working, but I did watch some of it. Did you see I, the play of the century? I did not see that play. Or uh, maybe I did, and I need to see it in full to that. Yeah, that is very. Um, Marcus very Mariota sad. fell down, and as he fell down, he threw the ball, and it was an interception. But because he fell, that he was ruled down. But yeah. like as he was falling on his butt, he just chucked the ball up, and it was basically like three flies up interception. Just an incredible play. One of the greatest plays of all time. I, I did hear his interception. I listened to it, um, but I didn't watch it. So he did some absolutely ridiculous stuff last night. Three times that that play, and then one where he was rolling to his right and just hucked it to a triple covered Drake London, and it should have been picked off. And then another one that J.C. Horn picked off, where he just threw it to nowhere. I did yeah. see that one. He yeah. absolutely refuses to throw the ball away. He he will not do it. This game should have had like 10 turnovers, if we're being honest. Like they were on both sides. Balls were going through hands. It was a rainy day. Yeah. Uh, it, um, so it's a uh, uh, he's lucky to only have one pick. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, 186 yards, two passing touchdowns, 43 rushing yards. That's still what? Uh, let's see. That is uh, 19 fantasy points. So. He Not played po- one of the worst games of football possible, and he still had 19 fantasy points. Such He's, is Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he will figure out a way to get you to a usable week. Yep. And, of course, he's leaning on targets like Kyle Pitts, who had eight targets and two catches and 28 yards. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So uh, Kyle Pitts is on pace to have to be the first player with over 100 or sorry, the first tight end to have over 100 targets and fewer than eight PPR points per game over the course of a a full season. That's yeah, the role is exactly what people wanted it to be. And it's just it doesn't matter because Marcus Mariota sucks and the rest of the offense sucks. And yeah, he just he, he doesn't get a chance to do anything. Yeah, he doesn't get good targets. So, Mike, are we cutting? Kyle Pitts. Hmm. Well, I, I I don't know if you can cut him, but I'm not out there trying to use him. Um, so I guess if I'm not out there trying to use him, then you can cut him. But I don't really want to cut him. I'd want to trade him. But the trade deadline for most leagues are, are now gone. And so I have him, mm-hmm. but I don't want him. You can have him. <laughs> Do you want him, Jeff? He's really good. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It sounds like Mike was like, well, you know, he's good. You don't want to get rid of him. You know, if if you want to toss me an offer, you know, you can have <laughs> Kyle Pitts on your squad. But um, yeah, Kyle Pitts had the one good game. Um, and it's not this is not an indictment on Kyle Pitts's talent. Like one of his catches was incredibly good. But, you know, 24 targets over the last three games, he had the big five for 80 in a touchdown game. But since then, four catches for 53 yards. Yeah. Like, 
Mm. Although he is tight end one right now. So just Hell keep yeah. that in mind. He is tight end one right now. He beat yeah. out Tommy Tremble and Ian Tom. That's, that's because Tommy Tremble stinks. Well, if Michael Pruitt had caught a second catch for 23 yards, he would be tight end one on the week. Mm. Great. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Kyle Pitts, uh, see if there's other options out there. If, uh, Greg Dulcich or David Njoku got dropped, although he's not playing this week. Uh, I, I think Kyle Pitts, the experiment is winding to a close for this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his teammate, Drake London, though, he had a, he had, he was involved and had, uh, Five for 38 and a touchdown. A pretty decent touchdown. Um, does this bounce back his value, or what are we doing with Drake London? I was trying to push Walker to say that we should cut him. Yeah, and I wouldn't I wouldn't go for it. Um, it's I had him at 32 this week. I thought he was somebody that you could put in your lineup due to matchup. He's probably going to get something like seven targets a week. Um, most weeks he's going to catch like four of them for 45 yards, but this week he caught five for 38 yards. And then you're hoping he scores a touchdown, which he seems to score a touchdown like one out of every three games. So he's usable once every three weeks and you just have to kind of play matchups with him. So good guy to have on your bench, but more of a like low end wide receiver three. OK, um, Mike, uh, is there anything else on this team you want? Oh, let's talk about the running backs. I completely forgot about Cordero Patterson, five for 18. Uh, on the ground, one for two through the air. Uh, he he uh, was out, carried by Tyler Algier, who did nothing. Caleb Huntley also had five carries, and uh, Avery Williams had carries, including on the final drive of the game for some reason. And um, he's the uh, he's the two minute drill back. Well, he's also not very good. That's correct. Yes. That, I, I, let me be clear. The last the last drive of the game, him getting carries was not a him get him being on the field it was them running the football yeah. <laughs> when they were within a score avery williams is not uh earning carries he's just they decided to stick him in a role because he fits an archetype yeah, yeah. so um mike uh cordero patterson big game last week small game this week you still running him out there yeah i would um okay. he's just too dangerous around the goal line and can catch and run and so yeah i i, I like him as a flex every week Okay, cool. Sounds great. So let's get into this week's games. Oh, uh, uh, Walker is now the official leader in the clubhouse in the picks game again. Right. Uh, Mike, I had briefly tied him uh, last week, and now because I picked Atlanta he, uh, and he picked Carolina. Uh, oh, my God. I didn't pick any winners or losers for this week. Uh, I noticed that. Yeah, I I have had a day, as folks say. So. Uh, let's get into this week. We've got first game up, uh, 6.30 a.m. Pacific game, Seattle and Tampa Bay uh, in Germany. Uh, I put UK here, but it's actually Germany. Uh, 44.5 point over under, Tampa Bay 2.5 point favorite. Seahawks are leading the NFC at 6-3. and three. Tampa Bay is 4-5, and five, and who knows with that crazy division who's winning. I don't even want to look. Tampa, All right. yeah. Yeah. Trey Brown, uh, cornerback for the Seahawks, will not play this week. Marquise Goodwin is questionable. Uh, for Tampa Bay, Mike Evans, Julio Jones are off the injury report. Cam Brait is questionable. Chris Godwin is, quote, taking steps on his, quote, continual process of ACL recovery. That's bad. And um, Russell Gage didn't even make the flight over. Mm. So I don't think he's playing. No, that sounds sounds bad for his availability. Yeah, unless Tom Brady wants him to go very deep. 
did. Tom Brady's chucking <laughs> that thing from Munich to Miami. Yep, that's right. So, all right. Trivia question for this week, for this game. Uh, you folks left me with three games, so we only got three trivia questions. So, uh, let's see. For this one, Geno Smith has 15 touchdowns and is averaging 244 yards per game. One of these is a career high. Which is it? 244 yards per game. I'm sorry. Um, I'll read you the question again, Mike. Geno Smith has 15 touchdowns and is averaging 244 yards per game. One of these is a career high. Which is it? And Walker went with yards per game. I'm going to go touchdowns. In a coup, Mike gets the point. Yes. He played one game in 2015 with 265 passing yards. So that is his career high for a season. Wow. Yeah. And his previous career high in touchdowns was 12. So, uh, yeah, Geno Smith, uh, historically, not good. This year, good. Good. Yeah, good. Doesn't, doesn't make sense, but he is good right now. He is good right now. And they keep throwing shade at Russell Wilson. Uh, if I don't know if you guys saw where they were like, uh, yeah, he uh, he uses the wristband. And uh, we haven't been able to do that for a few years because 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 the yeah. guy was uh, was uh, didn't want to. Yeah. Russ doesn't wear a wristband. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, he should have a wristband. He can hide a he can hide a danger witches in there. Yeah, no. be like that. I think you should leave sketch where he just has the danger witch in his uh, in his a, sleeve. He's got the arm sleeve on, and he's just yeah, yeah he's, as he's out there. He's just like I'm so tired. <laughs> Great sketch. <laughs> All right. So my question. So we have a lot of fantasy relevant receivers in this game. We've got Mike Evans. We've got Chris Godwin. We've got DK Metcalf. We've got Tyler Lockett. We've got to a certain extent uh, when he's healthy, Julio Jones. There's a lot of options here, but how many receivers do we actually want to start in this game? Uh, for me, it's two. Is it uh, Evans and Lockett? That's correct. Yes. Mike, what about you? Um, I was looking at the wrong game. I'm like, I don't oh God! Any of these guys? Um, <laughs> I made a mistake. Couldn't be I, me. I never I, skip games. <laughs> um, yes, definitely. Um, did you didn't say Metcalf? No, I didn't. No, yeah, they didn't say Metcalf. So uh, I I have Metcalf at twenty seven. So I think you can flex Metcalf, but I I don't trust him to have a big week this week. Okay. Um. That makes sense. Um, but, okay, I, I can't see either one of those guys having a big week this week against Tampa Bay. Um, Evans, for sure. And um, I'm, I don't know if you can't play um, Lockett and DK, so I'm going to say those three. Okay, so you would you would want to start DK as well? Yeah, I'd, I, I, I can't not, not, not start. DK Metcalf. You can't not, 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 not yeah. start DK Metcalf. Right. That's Hopefully right. I put in enough negatives to where <laughs> it counterbalance the negative of the negative, but not so much that it be, didn't become a positive, not a negative. Hold on. Let me simplify this equation on the board real quick. Uh, show everybody how it's done. Uh, but just to the point, Chris Godwin has zero top 24 games this year in PPR. 
Um, not not doing great. Uh, DK Metcalf has two in a row and four overall. Uh, the two in a row both come because of touchdowns, which obviously if you score a touchdown, you have a good chance of being top 24. Uh, Mike Evans has two out of his last three in the top 24, uh, but he hasn't scored a touchdown since week four. So that's been targets and yards, which is something you can rely on more. And Tyler Lockett has had uh, two of his last three have been uh, top 24. Yeah. I'm with Walker on this one. I'm actually between Walker and Mike. So I generally play three wide receiver leagues. So I would want to start Lockett. Metcalf and Mike Evans. But if I'm in a two wide receiver in a flex league, I can probably find a better flex option than DK Metcalf. Cause he's been up and down and um, you know, good in the last two games, but again, touchdowns only, you know, uh, 55 yards and 37 yards. So just something to keep in mind. And uh, he's been very boom bust. So um, that's, that was the big thing I wanted to talk about with this game. Uh, but uh, let me ask you this. Uh, are we starting Geno Smith or Tom Brady? Um, I'd probably start Geno. I'd take Geno over Tom Brady. Again, I want to go back in time six months. <laughs> tell you both. Hey, in week 10, you're both. Yeah. You, it's going to be unanimous to start Geno Smith over Tom Brady. Yeah, that's uh Probably, I, I would punch my future self in the face. Yeah. So Tom Brady's. I, I'd be like my cousin Vinny to judge on my cousin Vinny and respond with, "Are you on, are you drugs? on drugs?" Yeah. Uh, so Tom Brady's very interesting case. He's throwing for a ton of yards. The uh, Buccaneers are moving the football, but um, they're just not punching those in. They're not scoring those. Uh, he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the red zone. I talked about this. I don't know. I talk a lot. Uh, he's. <laughs> he's He's the second worst quarterback in the red zone in terms of uh, passes that turn into touchdowns. He's only ahead of Russ. I, too, would start Geno Smith in this one. Um, obviously, you're starting uh, Kenneth Walker. Uh, what are we doing with Leonard Fournette and Rashad White? Uh, I'm starting Leonard Fournette, and I'm not starting Rashad White. Yeah, that's pretty much what I know. Rashad White's the hot commodity out there. I've been getting trade offers and trade offers and trade offers, but... Um, I'm still going with Uncle Lenny. Yeah. By the way, I've been getting trade offers in Dynasty Leagues, and I and, and every trade offer I get, I know that it's people that don't listen to me. Because they're like, hey, here's one of the guys you hate most in the league. Would oh. you like him? <laughs> yeah. Would you like him? <laughs> like, no, I don't. <laughs> Never have. <laughs> Would you like to have Joe Mixon? Yeah. Do you want to hear? How about Joe Mixon and Cam Akers? How do those two guys sound together? Oh, <laughs> Jeff's like, no. And he's like, I'll throw in Dontrell Hilliard. (laughs) Jeff Jeff hates Dontrell Hilliard now because I keep ranking him like 40th and it just infuriates Jeff, even though he's like 40th every week. Yeah, 40. Yeah. I think he's only had one good week. Drives me crazy. All right. And then the tight ends in this game, we got Kate Otten. We got Will Disley. We got Noah Fant. Are we going to try to start any of these guys? Keeping in mind, Seattle, awful against tight ends. I think if Cam Brate doesn't play, you can stream Kate Otten. Um, if he does play, then I don't know how the targets are going to work out. They're probably just going to split them, and then I don't want either of them. Um, and then, yeah, I, I don't want to start Disley or Fan in this matchup. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay is top five in fantasy points allowed to tight end. Yeah, and these tight ends, not that good. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it's, it's almost like... Um... And shooting fish in a barrel you just you might get one but chances are you're probably going to miss all of them 
Mike, that's the opposite of what shooting fish in a barrel means. <laughs> it's, like shooting, it's like shooting fish in a lake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll throw them in a lake. That's cool. Yeah. You might get lucky, but you're not. But you probably won't hit one. Yeah, yeah. How about that? We'll do that. Oh you know my the God. thing that's you know the thing that people say is famously easy. Imagine being good at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Noah Fant scores a touchdown. You heard it here first, folks. I'm 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 saying it. I'm going oh. I'm going crazy. Did you Doesn't just... know ball? No. I know ball. <laughs> I know ball. All right. Um, I got Tampa Bay to win. Oh, no, you know what? I got Seattle to win this one. Let's go. And now um, I have a football team. I, I think Tampa Mike picked Bay. Seattle, right? Oh, you picked Tampa. Okay. Tampa. I'm I'm picking Tampa uh, mostly because Seattle's been better than Tampa this year, and this is a neutral site game. So the line being in favor of Tampa doesn't make sense, which means Vegas knows something we don't. Mm. Mm. What do you think they know? Uh, my best guess is that DK Metcalf is not healthy. Oh. That he's really bothered by his leg injury, and he's pushing through it because the team's good, but he's not going to be particularly effective. Interesting. But what about Ken Walker? Is he going to be good? Yeah, he'll be Oh, good. he's fine. Okay. Did he finally get his passport? Oh, that's a good question. That uh, would probably Ken, be a big deal. I did Ken Walker not get his... He didn't have a passport? He didn't have a passport. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see. Did Ken, Kenneth Walker passport? No, I don't care about Election Day. <laughs> Stop giving, talking to me about Election Day. Um, I don't know. I'll find that out. Let's talk about the next game while I find that out. Uh, next game, uh, Minnesota... Seven and one travels to Buffalo, who's six and two, 43 and a half point over under Buffalo, three and a half point favorites uh, injuries in this one. Uh, cornerback Cam Dantzler and defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson will not be playing in this game for the Vikings for Buffalo. Uh, Josh Allen's elbow is, quote, hour to hour. He got in a limited practice on Friday with like no brace, but he did a uh, uh, classic cryptid move. Uh, he saw the cameras and he ran off the field. I guess there. I guess he probably had a, a report or a, an advisory to like, don't let anybody see you throw or anything. We don't want to give anything away. Uh, so yeah, there's a video of him like he's like looking around and he like sees the camera and he just like runs off the field. So uh, who knows if he's playing? He's got the UCL injury. And Mike, that's what your big question is for this game. Yeah, I, yeah. If he does play, how is he going to perform with that UCL UCL injury? Uh, it's. A pretty good matchup against Minnesota. So I and Josh Allen is obviously a fantastic player. He didn't perform very well last week, but it was against a good Jets defense, a Jets defense that's better than the Vikings defense he's going to face here. Um, I think if he plays, you have to start him, but he's probably his ceiling is going to be lower, would be my guess. Yeah, my guess would be that. This isn't like they're taking on, you know, um, uh, you know, Denver or or Houston or one of these teams that they can beat without Josh Allen. Like Minnesota has been good and they could drop this one and they can't really they don't really they can't drop it with KC also at six and two. So it's like if they want that number one seed, they kind of need Josh Allen to push through it. And um, I think it'll be a lot more running and I think it'll be a lot more short area passes, which generally aren't allowed um excuse me generally aren't allowed for the bills so uh 
I think that it's going to limit the upside. I think that, that guys like uh, Gabe Davis, um, I don't think you can start Gabe Davis this week. I think it's either going to be him or it's going to be uh, Case Keenum, which, which may uh, be better or worse than an injured uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I think even a healthy Case Keenum is probably worse than an injured Josh Allen, but if they don't want Allen's injury to get worse, I think they should probably not play him. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, we're starting Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, um, Stefan Diggs. Are we? We're still starting Stefan Diggs with Case Keenum, right? Oh yeah. Okay. And then, um, what about Devin Singletary? Are we starting Devin Singletary in this game? Um, he's a he's a good flex guy, but um. In two running back, you know, I, I, I don't like him as a, you know, as a startable RB2, really. Okay. Mike, what about you? Yeah, I think he's probably going to get a little bit more um, action just because of the Allen UCL thing. Um, they're going to rely on him even more. So I could see a boost in yardage, but it's going to go from, what, like 68 to 85. So you'll get like 8.5 points. He may catch a couple passes, which is 10.5. That's what flex territory. So, yeah. Okay. Flex with a shot at a touchdown, basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Which would you both rather flex uh, Adam Thielen or um, Devin Singletary? Singletary. Yeah, Singletary, because you you you're going you know you're going to get points. Um, okay. Adam Thielen, you might just get a goose egg. No, and we're starting TJ Hawkinson this week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would. Okay, and Dawson Knox, good luck if you if he's gonna score a touchdown. Right. He's yeah. just like Adam Thielen. You just don't know. Yeah. So let me see here. Um, let me see how the Bills have done against receiving uh touchdowns. Uh, they have allowed. Hold on. Let me hold on. Let me count this up. Zero touchdowns to tight ends this year. So, oh, that I, it's the Bills. Dang it, I messed up the bit. Come on. We need to know Minnesota. Minnesota is allowed four, so good luck guessing. All right, I got Buffalo to win this one, even with Case Keenum playing. Yeah, same. Same. Okay, let's move on to the next game. Detroit, two and six, goes to Chicago, three and six. 48 and a half point over under. Chicago, three point favorites. Uh, Chicago has no injuries listed. Uh, DeAndre Swift is off the injury report with his ankle and shoulder issues. Josh Reynolds is out with his back injury. Craig Reynolds uh, with ribs injury went to IR. Uh, Walker, what is your one big question for this game? How many running backs can we start in this game? Four. Really? Okay. Um, Yeah, I, I, I think the one that you can't confidently start is David Montgomery because he's not efficient and the bears have been using fields to run in touchdowns and not Montgomery. So I don't think you can trust him because he's touchdown or bust Um, against the Detroit defense. Khalil Herbert, even in a smaller role than Montgomery should still be able to be pretty efficient, break off some chunk plays. I would expect him to have a solid game. And then both of the Lions guys, I mean, Chicago has been bad against running backs lately. Um, they just allowed a receiving touchdown by Jeff Wilson. Now they have to face DeAndre Swift. So even in a reduced role, I think that Swift's going to eat in the passing game. 
And then Jamal Williams is going to get probably 18 touches. So he's a guy you have to play. Okay. Mike, how many do you want to start in this game? Um, I'd probably only start two, and that's Swift and Williams. Woo! Okay. No no, uh, Khalil Herbert, huh? No. Um, I agree with, with Walker saying, but that's actually got to happen, too. I mean, I, I can see <laughs> Khalil Herbert running, you know, getting 45, whatever, um, and hitting some big gainers against the Lions defense, but that that's not that's not easy either you know um so uh i can't count on that and even so if he comes away with 80 yards that's only eight points so sure. it's uh, yeah the only two i'd want is williams and swift okay who would you rather start in this game uh darnell mooney or chase claypool mooney uh, if you're gonna pick one mooney but it doesn't sound like uh we're very confident in either one no I'd I'd rather play somebody else. I think I think if somebody else like Dante Pettis. No. <laughs> uh, if there's a receiving touchdown for the Bears in this game, and there probably will be one, I think it's going to be Cole Komet again, honestly, yep. because the Lions are bad against tight ends. Mm-hmm. So Komet will have three for thirty-five and a touchdown, just like Asiki did against the Lions a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, and then. Any other touchdown the Bears get will be on the ground, probably. Okay. Uh, Mike, how do you feel about Cole Komet this week? Well, I like what he did last week. Uh, and if that continues, then I, I, I would take actually Komet. I could see them getting down to, like, the eight-yard line and then Fields, you know, scrambles around, rolls out, and sees Komet alone um, in the corner of the end zone kind of kind of plays. Um so if I would have to trust anybody, it would be Cole Komet. Okay. And uh, you're, obviously you're starting Justin Fields. Uh, you're starting Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, we got the Cole Komet. So um, we're not starting Jared Goff. So let's get into win, lose, or draw. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um. I think Amon Ross St. Brown gets back to like what we think of him, you know, kind of like six for 80 or seven for 90 type of guy. Um, So I'll call that draw, like being what we expect of him. Uh, I'll call Fields the win um, because man's on fire and then Mooney the loss because I think, uh, yeah, if there is a touchdown in this game, it's going to uh, Colson commit. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I, Fields, it, each week he's progressing to uh, another step forward. So the win towards Fields. Um, St. Brown, the draw, he's just going to do what he always does, six, seven, eight receptions, um, maybe a touchdown, that'd be nice. But he's he's going to be, you know, a very nice PPR asset. And then Darnell Mooney, I don't know what the guy's going to do. Um, so he's a loss. All righty. And I got the Bears winning this one. I'm picking I, got, the Lions. I got an NFL team, um, Chicago. Yeah. The one that plays in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. All right. Next game up. Tennessee uh, hosts Denver. Tennessee is five and three. Denver is three and five. 36 and a half point over under. Good God. Have fun with this game, guys. Uh, Tennessee two and five. Uh, Denver injuries. KJ Hamler is out. Baron Browning is out. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry is on IR for the Titans. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons is out. And Ryan Tannehill, uh, early reports, is likely back. 
Now it says maybe. So I'm going to change this likely back to back question mark. Uh, <laughs> we have no idea if it's going to be Malik Willis again. Um, before we get into my question, let's do the trivia. Trivia, trivia. Yeah. All right. So let me get this going. So this is Denver versus Tennessee. I almost gave you both the answer. All right. Denver versus Tennessee. And this is two questions, actually. So this is part one. Um, what is higher this season? Derrick Henry's yards per target or Russell Wilson's yards per pass attempt? I got to go with Wilson. No, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry's yards per target. Uh, All right, so. I'll I'll risk it. Sure. Uh, Wilson's yards per pass attempt. All right. So, so uh, I'm gonna skip ahead here. Let's go to the other question, which is who has more touchdowns this year, Derrick Henry or Russell Wilson? Henry. All right, Mike. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Wilson. Ooh. All right. So yards per target for Derrick Henry is higher. So Mike gets the first point. But I get I don't get the second point. No. And who has more touchdowns? Derrick Henry or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson has ten and Derrick Henry has nine. Wow. So, Mike so I did get it. Mike Two has points. three points to Walker zero. Yeah, take that. How do you like me now? Yeah. Mike and I colluded. Mike and I colluded on this before the before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he was DMing Mike, feeding yeah. answers. All right, here is my question for this game. So, um, you've got a bunch of players that we don't know what to do with them, except for Derrick Henry. Is this offense basically hands off? I'm talking Cortland Sutton, uh, Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon, Latavius Murray, uh, uh, name a Titans player, Robert Woods. Austin Hooper, is there like one guy to start in this game? And it's Derrick Henry. Uh, I think you can play Jerry Judy, honestly. Tennessee is not very good against opposing receivers. Judy's been getting more targets than Sutton the last few weeks. Um, I, I think that he's a solid wide receiver to play. Um, but yeah, I, I would only go with Henry and Judy. And maybe you can stream Russ if you're if you're really, you know, up against it with bye weeks or something. All right. Um, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I like I, – I think they're going to switch it up a little bit this week. So I'm going to go Cortland Sutton instead what? of Judy. And, of course, the the king, Mr. Derrick Henry. King Henry, baby. So, all right, Mike, would you start Jerry Judy or Darnell Mooney? I probably would start Jerry Judy. Okay, or Alan Lazard. Uh, Mooney over Lazard. Okay. No, Judy or Lazard. Oh, Judy or Lazard. Uh, I'd probably still go with Jerry Judy on this one. Okay, what about uh, Cortland Sutton or Josh Palmer? Cortland Sutton. All right, Walker, same questions. Uh, Jerry Judy or uh, Darnell, I'm sorry, Terry McLaurin. No, I said Darnell Mooney. Jerry Judy or Dar- Darnell Mooney? Uh, Judy. All right, Jerry Judy or Alan Lazard? Lazard. All right, Jerry Judy or Josh Palmer? Judy. Okay, all righty. Uh, let's go uh, Jerry Judy or DJ Moore? 
from last night. <laughs> uh, Jerry Judy. I definitely didn't have DJ Moore higher. Don't go and look at it. Don't look. <laughs> All right. So I think that kind of handles it for this game because uh, please don't, I think, is the takeaway. Yeah, it's not going to be very high scoring at all. Yeah, 36 and a half over under. That should tell everybody everything. Yeah, this is two teams that every time you watch them, you're like, how do they do this to to other teams? Like, how do they drag them down into the muck? I'm guessing this game's going to be 16-13. I don't know who wins. Yeah, I'm going to say 16-13 and I'm going, you know, I'm going Denver. I'm going Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. Uh, I'm going Tennessee just because I think they're better coached. So I trust them more to pull it out at the end. And I think I went with Tennessee too. No, I went Denver. Uh, the team that I choose, their their abbreviation definitely ends with E-N. That's yeah. all that I know. Yes. All right. Go ahead, Walker. Get the riff out. Get it out. It's, it's just, you're you're doing the thing where you turn the T into a D by just like putting a little curved line on it. There yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What which is it? Uh, uh, whichever one I want. Oh man. Um. All right. Next one. Jacksonville three and six at Kansas City six and two fifty and a half point over under. KC nine and a half point favorites. We have a KC sweep in this one. Evan Ingram is good to go from his back injury. Miko Hardman is out from his abdomen injury, which takes everything Walker and I talked about on Wednesday and throws it out a window because we talked a lot about Miko Hardman. Uh, and then Jarek McKinnon is questionable for this one. All right, Mike, what is your one big question for this game? So over under for Patrick Mahomes, 310 passing yards. Push. Next question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jeff's calling exactly 310. Yep. Um, you probably get pretty good odds on that. Well, yeah, right? Exactly 310 passing yards. Yeah, you probably get like plus 3,000 or something. <laughs> um, I'll say I'll say under. Um, I'm not sure he'll need to throw for 310 yards for Kansas City to win this game. So I'll say he throws for like 280. I'm going to say over because uh, have you seen these Chiefs running backs? They stink. <laughs> oh, brother, these guys stink. They're terrible. So to move the ball, they don't have any choice but to pass it. So I'm going to go over. He's gone over in three straight games. Well, I don't think he's doing it. Sorry. Wow. This I Patrick Mahomes gonna... guy, he's pretty good. Oh, yeah, he's very good. I think he's going to throw for like 280 and three touchdowns, and he could still easily be QB1. I think he could throw for 310 and three touchdowns and easily be QB1. Well, that's fine. I, oh, I, I I think that's okay. How about this? Over the last three games, he's on pace to throw for 6,840 yards. See, I don't think that's sustainable. His arm would fall off. Yeah, that seems uh, seems like nobody can do that. Okay, uh, so uh, let's run through it. We're starting Patrick Mahomes. Are we starting Trevor Lawrence as a stream this week? Yes. Yeah, he's like... QB 14, so he's in that, that. He's in that stream range. All right, uh, running backs. We're starting Travis Etienne. Are we starting anybody on Kansas City? Edwards Hilaire, okay. if you're desperate. Yeah. I, I think the only thing good about Edwards Hilaire is how cool his helmet is. He has a cool helmet? Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it looks like an uh, older day, modern day kind of mix. It's really, really awesome. Oh, it does. It looks like they kind of, like, uh, they melded the... Put it, uh, put it on the screen, Jeff. Uh, hold on. I, was, I don't know. Uh, 
I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> He's getting there. Uh, I'm getting there. Uh, blah, bam. Blah, 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 blah. Blah. <laughs> there we go. This is when I looked up CEH helmet. This is what came up. Do the Chiefs have a new look helmet for 2022? So this might be Clyde. Oh, man, I bet the anticipation is killing. Oh, no, not that one. This is the That's helmet it. that came up. Oh, It looks kind of like the old one, but it has, like, the speed holes and all the protection. Yeah, that's, that's sick, actually. Yeah. So, nice. all right. I will start Clyde Edwards-Alaire because of the sweet helmet. There we go. There we go. Clyde Edwards-Alaire scoring a touchdown this week. He's going to have eight carries for 33 yards and a touchdown and two catches for six yards. And he will be outsnapped by Jarek McKinnon. Yes. <laughs> J- that man does not leave the field. Mike, uh, you didn't hear this, but uh, CEH has one game this year over 50% of snaps. Jarek McKinnon has three. Wow. <laughs> and they're in like the last, two of them are in the last like uh, four weeks, four games. So what, who knows? What, did you guys catch catch it on um, when they're announcing the names on uh, Monday Night Football and, and um, CEH is like, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire from blah blah blah. And then as they're running out on the field, it's, it's not Clyde Edwards Hilaire starting, <laughs> it's Jerk McKinnon. <laughs> That's pretty good. And blah 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 is LSU, Mike. I don't even know college and I know that. LSU, That's yeah. That, yes, that's correct. Good. Yeah. Well, LSU stands for uh Lousy Long Boy State. State. Long Boy State. He's a long boy, folks. I don't know what that means. All right. Uh <laughs> wide receivers in this game. You're starting Juju. He is the starting wide receiver. For one of the best offenses. He's the number one receiver. Start him. We were right. We were, we right. were right. All three of us. All right. Correct. All three of us. High five in the Confer- camera. Confirmed to W. Nose ball. <laughs> All right. Um, without uh, McCall Hardman, are we leaning into like an MVS or a Kadarius Tony or a Sky Moore out of desperation? <sighs> I, I, I don't know. How, I don't know how you can play any of them because I don't know what the role is going to be for any yeah. of them. I I feel like it could just be a lot of Kelsey and Smith Schuster, or maybe they use the running backs a little bit more because they use Hardman in that running back type role sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I, I just, I mean, Justin Watson's been getting like three targets a week. So it's, it's not a situation where you can trust anybody, but Juju in that receiver room, I think. Mike, how do you feel about that? I, I think I, I'd like to see Kadarius Tony run all over this field, but I think it's exactly what's going to be with what Walker said. It's going to be more attention towards Kelsey and the running backs. Alrighty. And then so on the Jacksonville side, uh, Christian Kirk bounce back. You can start him. Uh, which Jones are we starting? Zay or Marvin? Uh, Zay has been more consistent. I like Thomas Jones. That's the guy I want. Um, Mike wants the third Jones. I want the third Jones. No, I yeah, I think Zay is is a guy that you just because of consistency, just like Walker said. I'm feeling like I'm impaired. Well, like, I'm going. I'm like going Walker. Marvin. More like it's Zay. Zone. More like Zay zones because he's filling those zones in the field. Zones. I like that. More like Jay Jones. Uh, Jim Jones. Oh God, yeah. I don't want to be that. Like Jim Jones. <laughs> Because you two are drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, Let's go, nice. Marvin Jones. All right, Evan Ingram, you can stream if you're desperate. Or, but uh, I think I he's a more? Good, I think he's a good play. Okay, there you go. You can stream Evan Ingram. Walker thinks that he's a good play. This Travis Kelsey guy also good at football. All right, Mike, let's get that win, lose, or draw. 
Kirk, Juju, um, Kelsey. I, uh, I will go Kirk win because uh, Casey, not great pass defense. I'll go uh, Juju loss just because he's been so like above and beyond lately that he's going to come back down to earth a little bit. And Kelsey draw because Kelsey just dominates. Um, yeah, I'd, a Kelsey win would be like over 25 points, I guess. So I'll I'll just say Kelsey draws. Um, I'll give Juju another win. I'll say I'll say he has another really good week. And then Kirk with the loss just doesn't score touchdowns has like five for 60. Yeah, uh, Kelsey win because that's all he ever does is win. All Kirk. I do is win, win. <laughs> Kirk, the draw. No, I'm going to go Juju, Juju, the draw, and Kirk, the loss. Aju, Mike's going to be dipping in those fantasy points. Hell yeah. All let's right. Dip. Dripping off that sandwich. Ajuju. All right. Uh, uh, like I said, we have a clean KC sweep. All right. Next game up Cleveland, three and five. Miami, six and three. 49 point over under Miami, three and a half point favorites. Uh, David Njoku, not playing. Uh, Denzel Ward will be back from his concussion. Miami has no injuries. Walker, what is your question for this game? Who scores more points, Jeff Wilson or Raheem Mostert? Mm. Raheem Mostert gets two touchdowns, so him. I disagree. I'm going Jeff Wilson. I'm going to go Mostert at this time, but I I see Wilson starting to take over a little bit. Mike's like, I, I'm going to go most at this time, but I reserve the right to change my answer on Sunday in case I am wrong. <laughs> Told you guys. <laughs> he's He's got, he's going to start Raheem. He's going to have like two situations where he's choosing between those two guys and he's going to start most in one of them and Wilson in the other one so that he can be right either way. He's I'll be right both, one way yeah. or the other. He's playing both <laughs> sides. So he always comes out on top. But All right, he, um, the problem is he always also always comes out on the bottom. You always come out on top if you play both sides. Um, All right, here's 49ers fan quarter. Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. So um, Walker and I talked about this earlier this week where the Kyle Shanahan offense has taken one of these guys, then run them into the ground, and then gone with the other guy. Um, And we, our theory, Walker and I theorized that maybe uh, Mike McDaniel was like, what if, and hear me out, we don't run them into the ground. And so I think they're going to continue to split touches. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. has traditionally caught more passes. He caught more passes last week. So if you're looking for more steady point production, especially in PPR, I think Jeff Wilson Jr. is your bet. Um, But I think this week you can start them both because the Cleveland run defense is terrible. Yeah. And I think they're both going to get a lot of run. They're both high-end flex plays, in my opinion. All right. Um, This game is fairly straightforward. Uh, You're starting... Tua, right? Tua's like a top six quarterback this week. Yeah, I got him at five. Nice. Uh, uh, Mike, you starting Tua this week? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, don't start Jake Brisket unless you want to stream him. There's a lot of potentially injured quarterbacks this week. Um, we haven't gotten to them yet, except for Ryan Tannehill. Um, but, like, uh, we Josh don't know Allen what's... Also. Oh, Josh Allen. But we don't know what's going on with, like, uh, with Matthew Stafford or Kyler Murray Kyler, either. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of guys up in the air. So if you have one of those guys, you can pivot to Jacoby Brissett, but don't go out of your way to do it. Yeah, he's a fine play. Yeah. Um, wide receivers. Start all your wide receivers. All of them. 
you're yeah, you're starting uh, Tyreek, you're starting Amari Cooper, you're starting Jalen Waddle. You you can flex DPJ. If you you, want you to. can put yeah DPJ in a three wide receiver league is a decent play. He'll probably get you ten or eleven points. Mike, do you disagree with that? How do you feel about Donovan the People's Jones? Oh nope, I stole that joke. Sorry, I did not come up with that. Don't take that. Don't 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 give me credit. Don't give me credit. Um, I, I think he's flex opportunity. Um, outside of that, then it's not really. I don't. Has he even scored a touchdown this year? Donovan uh, Peoples Jones. I think maybe maybe one, but he might not have. Yeah, so it's more of just like receptions, like four for sixty-eight kind of thing, which yep. again is flex flex, you know, opportunity. Um, but it's not fantastic by any means. He's doing so the Jacoby Myers thing from new, last new year. Nick, new nickname for Donovan Peoples Jones. Donovan Flex Opportunity Peoples Jones. There you I go. Love it. Hell, hell, it just flows right off the tongue. Hell of a nickname. Yeah, it's all not, it's not unwieldy at all. All right, let me ask you this. We're obviously and starting Nick yeah, Chubb. Zero oh. touchdowns. Zero. Yeah, he's doing the Jacoby Myers thing, like I said. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so we're starting Nick Chubb. I want you yeah. two to rank the other three running backs in this game. Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, Kareem Hunt. Okay. Well, um, Jeff, what are, what, Wilson? Or... We're, uh, we already talked about Wilson and Mostert, but I'm asking you to throw Kareem Hunt in there. Okay. Uh, Mostert, Wilson, Mostert, Hunt, Wilson. Okay. So I think that also covers the discussion for Kareem Hunt because basically everything we said about those two applies to Kareem Hunt. Uh, we don't know like what the volume is going to be. Yeah. Or exactly. or he could get two. Yeah. It, it <laughs> probably if he doesn't score, he's probably going to have like seven points. And if he does score, he's going to have like 13 points. So he's either going to be running back 33 or running back 22. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Yep. All right. And don't start the tight ends unless you're desperate and you think uh, Mike Gesicki will score a touchdown. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend either of those guys. Yeah. All right. Gesicki's going to make you sicky. See, Walker, I told you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's every time. <laughs> I told Walker, Mike, that when I first started talking about Mike Gesicki, you didn't really have a fully formed opinion on him yet. I had an opinion on him. <laughs> yeah, and you would just be like, Mike Gesicki's going to make you sick. Like, every time. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get the win-loser draw for this one, Walker. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Amari Cooper, Tua Tungavailoa. Tua, win. He's going to throw for four touchdowns. Uh, Cooper, Cooper draw, which is like six for 100. And Hunt, loss, because he's going to get two for 13. And one, and two targets, one catch, negative one yard. <laughs> That'd be a ridiculous line. <laughs> It'd be the Colts at the, at the end of the first quarter. Oh! It's Patriots. We didn't talk about it. We need to talk about... Poor, real quick, uh, poor Tyler Algier is getting thrown under the bus by Marcus Mariota last yes. night. Like, three, multiple three, times. Three catches for negative 17 yards. And, his, <laughs> and the way his it happened long, was... <laughs> his long was negative five. Godly. The, the reason it happened was because Marcus Mariota was almost sacked three times, and he just kind of flipped the ball to it's Tyler like, Algier, <laughs> who was immediately tackled every time. <laughs> he just... You just destroyed poor Tyler Algier. Sorry. Yeah. I just remembered that. Um, all right. Uh, is that it for this game or? Uh, yeah, I, th I think I think that's it for this one. All right. Let's talk about Houston 
at the New York Giants. Houston, one, six, and one. The Giants, six and two, 40 and a half point over under. Giants, four and a half point favorites. We have this as a Giants clean sweep. Injuries in this one. Damian Pierce was on the injury report, but he's good to go. Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks are both questionable for this game with a groin and wrist injury, respectively. Uh, for... I wonder what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Mike. It's on two. I couldn't help it. You're <laughs> fired. This is a fired. Fan, All right. Uh, for the Giants, Richie James uh, is off the injury report, and Brian Dable is, quote, optimistic optimistic that Kenny Galladay will play. I don't know why you would be optimistic about that. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Mike, you have a very prescient and good question for this game. Yeah, I, th- this this game was difficult to come up with anything, but my question is Pierce and Barkley, are they the only starters in this entire game? Yes. Yeah, That. yep. That's correct. Unless you're me and you're in a 16-team league with no wide receivers and you picked up Nico Collins and you're just going to pray. Is that yeah. the league where you played James Prochet? Yes, it is. I figured, yeah. Because uh, I, I moved Keenan. I did my weekly uh, my weekly routine Keenan of putting Allen. Keenan, Keenan Allen in the IR slot and picking up a receiver. Jeez, uh, man. I'd almost rather play like Justin Watson. <laughs> by the way, I am. By the way, I am eight and one in that league, and I don't know how. That's, <laughs> that's incredible. So, yeah, but this week I might be starting Case Keenum and uh, Nico Collins. So I don't think I will be going to uh, yeah, nine and one. It's gonna be difficult. That's gonna. It's gonna be tough. That's yeah. not great. Not great, Bob. But um, yeah, I I think Pierce Barkley only starters. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. Let's go to win, lose, or draw. Let's make up some time here. Yeah. Um, again, um, digging in the dirt. Uh, Cooks. And then for Superflex Leagues, because none of these guys would be starter anywhere else, uh, Davis Mills, um, Daniel Jones. Uh, I'll go Cooks loss, because that man is still on the Houston, Texas, so he's a loss every week. Uh, I will go Daniel Jones, the draw and i'll go davis mills with the win yes um but that's two passing touchdowns <laughs> uh, he's his the win for davis mills is qb 14 on the week that's right hey michael take it i'll take it damn right um, i'll go uh brandon cooks loss davis mills draw daniel jones win all right, let's move on to the next one. So next game is New Orleans at Pittsburgh. New Orleans is three and six. Pittsburgh is two and six. This one is a 40 point over under. I don't know if you've noticed there are a lot of very low over unders. This weekend is going to suck. 40 points. Jesus. New Orleans, one and a half point favorites. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore will not be playing for New Orleans. Neither will Mark Ingram, but Jarvis Landry will. He's back in pog form uh, for Pittsburgh. Uh, TJ Watt is Apparently returning from his pec injury. I saw a report that he might, and he probably is, but I haven't seen confirmation. Um, Boswell, the kicker, went to IR. Why am I blanking on his first name? Chris. Chris Chris Boswell. Thank you. Um, And Warren is currently uh, eating Najee's lunch. So Jalen Warren apparently will get carries over Najee Harris. Uh, That's reports. Uh And unlike the Rashad White, uh, Leonard Fournette situation, I do not hate it. Yeah, I mean... 
I understand that part of the reason why Warren has looked better is because he's come in after Najee has worn yeah. out the defense, but he has looked better. So I, I, I think you'd, you know, especially in a season where it looks like Pittsburgh's not going to be competitive. Um, I, I think it's a good idea to see what you've got. Yep. Yeah. And I think for though they will go true committee for the first time under Mike Tomlin, basically. So um, yeah. I'm talking like 60, 40, probably between them. Um, all right. Uh, Walker, what is your big question for this game? Uh, is Andy Dalton a top 12 quarterback this week? Yeah, because everybody else is on by or injured. Yep, absolutely. I have him at 10. Um, I, I think he's a solid play. He will throw for multiple touchdowns against an awful Pittsburgh secondary. Um, it's a real accomplishment to have Minka Fitzpatrick on your team and still have a bad secondary. <laughs> uh, their, their corners are really bad. Um, I, it, it's going to be a, a solid game for Dalton. I think, yeah, like 250 passing yards and two touchdowns. And he ends up with like 19 points. Yeah, Mike, what do you think? You know, Andy Dalton is going to be Andy Dalton. He's going to look really fantastic at times during this game. And then he's going to turn around and look like, why Why are you even in this league? Um, so I, I think he can get two touchdowns uh, that then throw for like 265 in that, in, in that range against this horrible Steelers defense. Yeah, so the Steelers' defense is allowing uh, 288 passing yards per game to quarterbacks. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think that uh, I think that uh, Andy Dalton will be a top 12 option this week. Uh, if it was like a standard week, I'd probably have him closer to 15. But it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy right now. Yep. It, it's wild out there. It's wild. Uh, and the Steelers lead the NFL in uh, passing touchdowns allowed, and they have had their bye. That's not good. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Yeah. 17 passing touchdowns allowed. So, um, yeah. Uh, alrighty. Um, let's see. In this game, we are, are we still playing Najee Harris? We touched on him. Are we still playing him? I mean, it's a pretty good matchup. Um, yeah. He's a, I think he's a good flex option. I mean, I would put him in like that, the Devin Singletary, Jeff Wilson area okay yeah i i think that's that's correct i i could see getting him getting 12 to 14 points mm-hmm. in this getting a touchdown rushing for about 50 yards and then catching yeah. a couple passes i could see that mm-hmm. yeah sounds good okay uh are we starting deontay johnson deontay cajun uh, voice deontay uh in two wide receiver, almost all cases, yes. Uh, pretty good matchup here. Marshawn Lattimore out. Um, in two wide receiver and a flex leagues, I don't think you're going to find a better option for your flex. And in three wide receiver leagues, absolutely you're playing him. Yeah, hopefully this is the week he scores a touchdown. So. That'd be God, great. I hope so. I'm going to say Jeff exasperated <laughs> this year. I'm just telling myself process over results. Cause I have a lot of Deontay. Hey Jeff, that. remember when you said uh, that I wasn't going to beat you in dynasty? Uh, uh, no, I don't remember that. Well, you, t- you said that we were going to be tied, but no, nope, now I have a two game lead on Jeff plus the tiebreaker. So no, nope, I don't think that happened. Uh, if that happened, it probably would have been on at fantasy receipts and uh, it's not there. Oh, no. Fantasy Receipts doesn't care about me. 
Fancy receipts got got last night, by the way, by that yeah. fake that fake Jeff Crisco account. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they got got by him. Somebody was like, oh, that guy has one follower. And they're like, oh, they were impersonating a bigger account. My bad. <laughs> yep. Uh, got exactly. your ass by proxy. <laughs> by proxy. Oh, <laughs> uh, alrighty. Um, are we starting to Juan Johnson in this game? No. And we're starting Pat Firemouth. He is good now, folks. Yeah, Firemouth for sure. Yeah, you're playing him, yep. Okay. Um, all right. Uh what about Jarvis Landry in his first game back? No. Just no. just just Chris Olave. That's it. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Chris Olive. All right. Mm-hmm. Walker, let's get why did I get a push notification for okay. Um Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, Walker, what is your win, loser draw for this game? <laughs> I got a push notification for UCSB basketball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of all the things. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, oh, uh, Chris Olave, Najee Harris, and Deontay. Uh, win, Deontay, because he will catch a touchdown. Crazy. Please. I'm begging the gods. Uh, Najee Harris lost because this will be like the Jalen Warren tryout game. And draw Chris Olave, which is going to be a line that you didn't think that he would have at the end of the game just by watching it. Yeah. That's every, every Chris Olave game. You're like, wait, he had seven catches for 90 it yards. It is. It yeah. is. Totally. Yeah. yeah he, he just puts up stats without really looking like he did anything. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's yeah, he kind of like T Higgins that way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mike, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm, he's going to score a touchdown. So Deontay with the touchdown. Uh, so he'll get the win. Harris, he's just a big loser. And <laughs> get <Olave. out. laughs> the draw. He's just a big I'll, loser. I'll give uh, I'll give Najee the loss. Deontay the uh, the draw, and Chris Olave with the win. I'll say I like, he's seven sorry. for a hundred and ten and a touchdown. I like to. I would just like to say I appreciate how all of us, even when we're saying it normally, still put a little bit of stink on Deontay. Yes. Like instead of Deontay, we're all like Deontay. Yes. <laughs> we put that Cajun stank on it. All right, we got this as a as a clean sweep for the New Orleans Saints. All right, next game up, Indianapolis three five and one, but undefeated under new head coach Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Travels to Las Vegas. My guy. Who are two Vegas Raiders are two and six, 42 point over under. Vegas six point favorites. Uh the saga is over. Shaq Leonard is on IR. Yep. Uh, Deion Jackson is out for this one. Jonathan Taylor will return. Jelani Woods is out yep. for the Raiders. Uh Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro to IR. Blake Martinez pieced out. Uh Jonathan Abram was waived and Jacob Hollister was signed. Blake Martinez looked around and said, No, thank you, and just retired mid-season. <laughs> I'm done, yeah. actually. Yeah, he, he, he was playing quite a bit too, and then he just decided that, uh, yeah, I'm not staying around for this thing. No, I'm I'm chilling actually. On the Roto World update, it mentions that he's retiring to pursue other things, and that he sold a lot of Pokemon cards for six hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! So oh. I guess he's a Pokemon card dealer now. Yes, so. <laughs> look at him out there hitting the streets, Jeez. hitting the corners. Hey, yeah, he's, pull, he's pulling up on the corner with the big uh, oversized jacket and then yeah. he opens one wing of it and he's got a bunch of fancy Pokemon cards. Yeah, he's like, hey, anybody want a Wigglytuff? 
<laughs> we got rare wiggly tufts. <laughs> we got rare wiggly tufts. But you, you look like you want a shiny wiggly tuft. I got, I, I got, got you. Ju- oh, I got just the thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mike, uh, Jeff Saturday. Uh, what's what? going on? <laughs> huh? huh? Um, yeah, the I saw the Adam Schefter tweet, and I was like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? I don't get it. And then I went, hell yeah, Jeff Saturday, let's do it. <laughs> this is awesome. Let's blow this thing up. Let's just completely dismantle, destroy it. Let's just 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 blow it up. Total chaos. Um, absolutely here for it. I, I think um, the one of the things that the Colts missed out of like the from the very beginning of the season was leadership. And Jeff Saturday is going to bring it. He's going to be fired up. Um, I. When with Frank Reich, I'm I'm screaming at the TV, get the hell off my team. I don't care what the Colts do as far as wins or losses. I I'm all about Jeff Saturday. Um, let's do it. Hell yeah. Get the hell off my team. <laughs> You're oh, fired. God. Mike going into a frothing rage every time they cut to Frank Reich on the sideline. I did, man. I was uh, totally yelling at my TV. I wanted him off. Get out. He looks like a kindly history teacher. I don't care. You annoyed the hell out of me. I'm done. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. We need the full breakdown on uh, play caller for this weekend. Parks Frazier. Parks Frazier. Absolutely. Uh, Well, he was a Frank Wright um, sort of understudy which is why he was there. But um, I, again, I think this is just a move to cut all responsibility from anything. So whatever transpires, it's like, this is a lost season. So we might as well hire people that you're, you're not going to expect anything out of. You're not going to expect anything out of Jeff Saturday. And if it goes worse, then it's already rock bottom. So, and then you'd like, well, it's Jeff Saturday. You can't blame the Colts. You can't do anything other than just go, okay, this team just, you know, called it. This, they called the season. And so Park Frazier makes a perfect fit for a called season. All right. Uh, Walker, who is uh, Park Frazier's assistant? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Recreation Niles. Woo! <laughs> uh, so it's going to be bad. Uh, we had to give we had to give Mike uh, his floor. So, all right, Mike, let's get to your question for this game. Uh, so when oh question Colts final record under Jeff Saturday. So they are currently three five and one. So that would mean let's see they played nine games. So that means they've got eight left to play. So that's three thirteen and one. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do it. I'm going uh, five, eleven, and one. So two, 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 right, two wins, huh? Yeah. Two wins. How they could beat the Raiders this weekend? The Raiders stink, and they put everybody on IR. Yeah, that's true. This is going to be a bad game. Yeah, I did, would take the under. Did you see the Jeff Saturday uh, tweet like a couple months ago? <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, brother, the Raiders stink." Uh, yeah, this coach sucks. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Oh, hey, buddy." How's it going? Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> hey, buddy. All right. Um, so for actually playing fantasy football in this game, uh, I would say you start Jonathan Taylor. If he plays, you start uh, uh, Devontae Adams, obviously. Um, but what about uh, – don't start Sam Ellinger. But what about um, Derek Carr? 
I I don't think so. Not against Indy. That defense, yeah, even without Shaq Leonard, is really really good. It's only it's like the only reason why I watch Colt games is just because I can't watch the offense, but I can sure enjoy the defense. Yeah. All right. What about Josh Jacobs? Uh, was on on a hot streak, but is averaging seventy yards over his last couple of games. I mean, that's still. That's still yards. good. Yeah, <clears throat> he's still he's still pretty pretty good. I mean, he's about as high floor as he can get. So I I think he's a top twelve play every week until further notice. I I can see him getting a touchdown in sixty five to seventy yards. Okay. Yeah. No, I had to ask that question because he's been a little down the last couple of weeks. But I agree. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, are we starting uh, Michael Pittman? Just throw him out there and pray, or maybe move on for now until we see what this offense is going to be like. I think you can start Pittman this week because the matchup is so good. Um, Raiders are awful against opposing receivers, but um, yeah, I mean, if he doesn't do it this week, then at that point, I think it's just going to be a passing game where you don't get anything out of it. Okay, Mike. Ellinger's been all right. Um, I mean, it was a disaster against the Patriots, uh, but what I don't, I think, I, I don't know what people expected out of a guy that's had his second career start against the Patriots, against um, having an offensive line that completely just was invisible. Um, I think he had like nine sacks against him, and I don't know how many quarterback pressures, people dropping the ball. This wasn't all on Ellinger, even though it looked bad. This is that was a Colts complete collapse. Um, so he did look pretty good in his first appearance. He's going to look okay again. He's not great. He's not bad. He's just moderate. He's not a starting quarterback in this league. So I, I think with Pittman and as Walker mentioned, a very good matchup. You can go with Pittman um, and expect at least some from anywhere from wide receiver one to to flex numbers but he you are going to want him on your you know in starting lineup okay uh if you're desperate in this game would you rather start alec pierce or mac hollins alex pierce Hmm. i guess who suddenly has all the power as the tiebreaker can you use that power successfully i'm gonna go with alec hollins there you go that's mike pierce mike pierce Mike Pierce. I like Mike Pierce. That's a good name. All right, Mike Pierce is the starter there. Uh, uh, don't start any Colts tight ends, but Walker, can we start the big beautiful boy, Foster Moreau? I'd rather not. No. Uh, but <laughs> you might be in a situation where you don't have a better option. Um, I, I think he'll probably have like. Three catches for 40 yards. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, there are um, a lot of options that have popped lately at tight end. So you probably aren't in a situation where you have to play um, Foster Moreau. So uh, you probably should not do it, even though uh, he's great. He's, he's wonderful. He's the best, folks. Uh, you're hearing it more and more. Um, all right, Mike, what is your win-loser draw for this one? Win-loser draw, Michael Pittman, Devontae Adams, Jonathan Taylor. Lose, Michael Pittman. Win, Devontae Adams, because he's going to have 35 targets. Draw, Jonathan Taylor, uh, 300 yards or 200 yards and three touchdowns. 
I love it. Uh, win Devontae Adams, draw Jonathan Taylor, loss Michael Pittman. All righty. Uh, we all got the Raiders winning this one. So let's move on to the next game. Dallas travels to the frozen tundra, Lambeau Field, uh, but it's November, so it's probably just going to be the very cold tundra. Cold. Dallas 6-2, and two, Green Bay 3-6, and six, uh, 43 point over under Dallas, 4.5 point road favorites. We all have chosen Dallas in this game. Noah Brown is back. He's off the injury report. Zeke is questionable with a knee injury. Uh, not quite sure. I have a feeling that he will probably play Sammy Watkins, Aaron Jones, and Alan Lazard were all removed from the injury report with knee, ankle and shoulder injuries, uh, respectively Walker. What is your question for this one? Uh, are we playing either quarterback in this game? You will probably, if you have Dak Prescott on your roster, you've probably been backed into starting Dak Prescott, mm. but do you yeah. want to start Dak Prescott? No, yeah. oh. no, no. Uh, yeah, he's had one good game this year um, out of three. So uh, against Green Bay's very good pass defense, I, I don't like it. All right, Mike. Mike, you're, Mike, you're muted. Mike, you're oh, muted. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't trust Dak Prescott at, at this point. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, I don't even know what, what the hell he is. So, no, we are not going to play either quarterback. All right. Fair enough. Um, or what about uh, – can we start CeeDee Lamb then if we're not trusting Dak Prescott? I think Lamb will get enough volume to be playable as a wide receiver too. He's probably going to get like 10 targets. So, you know, I could see him still having six for 65 or something like that. Yeah, I, I even though Dak Prescott isn't like someone you really want to start, he's he's going to do enough for Lamb to make him startable. So, yeah, I like I like CD Lamb. OK. Um, would you start CD Lamb or Alan Lazard? Lamb. Uh, they're back to back in my rankings. I have Lazard at one spot higher. But Howard. I think- <laughs> Well, fine. Lazard. All right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, Put my foot down. How many running backs are we starting in this game? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. I agree. Two and so a half. So one of A.J. Dillon's uh, thighs? No. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think he can. Aaron Jones is playing. Yes. Yes. So you're playing him. Um, I think you play Tony Pollard because Zeke will be back, but I don't think in a full capacity. Um, and then if you're desperate, Green Bay's run defense isn't very good, and Zeke's going to get goal line carries. So in a deeper league as like a you know a flex or an RB2, you could do worse. Okay. All right, and then uh, what about Dalton Schultz or Big Bob Tunyon? Uh, I would start Tunyon. I like Schultz anytime he plays. So, but Tunyon is 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 almost back to where if Aaron Rodgers was was back to form what he was a couple of years ago, I think Robert Tunyon would be scoring more touchdowns and doing those things. But uh, since he's not, I I gotta go 
He is scoring touchdowns and doing things. Famous, doing <laughs> famous Robert Tunyon activities. <laughs> but Walker, is he wrong? Robert Tunyon is doing things out there. <laughs> Multiple All right. things. All right, let's get that win-loser draw. Uh, Lamb, Dylan, Lazard. Let me get that uh, AJ Dillon loss. CV Lamb win. Alan Lazard draw. And there will be no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> um, Lamb win. Dylan loss. Lazard draw. Lazard win. Lamb draw. Dylan loss. All right. Cool. Next game. This one's also a clean sweep for us. Arizona. Arizona travers, travels to L.A. Uh, they are 3-6. and six. The Rams are 3-5. and five. Two bad teams. 43-point over-under. Rams, two-point favorites. Uh, injuries. Kyler Murray is a game-time decision. Uh, he's got COD thumb, folks. Folks? <clears throat> Modern Warfare 2. Anybody? No. Okay. It's popping up on my PlayStation, but no. Yeah, I don't play it. Uh, neither do I. It's actually a hamstring injury. Will Hernandez to IR, right guard. For the Rams, Kyron Williams will be activated from IR, so now it's a 12-headed committee in that backfield. Uh, Matthew Stafford uh, is a game-time decision with the concussion, and it is now an 11-man backfield because Malcolm Brown is out with a hamstring injury. So, Mike, what is your question? My question is, is D-Hop going to reach 100 yards this week? Yes, next question. All right. No. Next question. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll agree to disagree, Walker. That's fine. Mike. Mike, break the tie. Um, I'm gonna say no. Woo! Why not? Uh, because he has J A L E N. Who is T O A S T? Yeah, he's very T O A S T. Burnt, burnt T O A S T. We said T-O-A-S-T so many times it lost all meaning in my head. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But uh, so let's let's talk about Jalen Ramsey. Uh, the Rams. Well, let's talk about the Rams pass defense. They've given up the 12th most fancy points to wide receivers. They haven't given up a 100 yard game since Debo Samuel back in week four. But they're giving up a lot of floor games to players. Um, last week, they had uh, three guys that had at least five catches for 40 yards. Um, uh, C.D. Lamb and the and uh, Michael Gallup both went uh, five for 53, four for 44. Lots of floor games, but they're stopping the big game from the receiver, except for Hollywood Brown, Stefan Diggs, and Debo Samuel. And you can't stop Debo Samuel. So my thought is, is that DeAndre Hopkins is a volume guy, and they can't stop the volume. So that's why the volume will get him there. I mean, they gave up nine for 80 to Greg Dortch the first time they played. Greg Dortch, remember him? Remember that fever dream? I, I do remember Greg Dortch, yes. Yeah, so I think if they give up nine for 80 to Greg Dortch, they'll give up 100 to DeAndre Hopkins. Very possible. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, 89 receiving yards. 99 receiving yards. Then that uh, wouldn't even be 100. Eight for 99 and one rushing yard. Oh, yeah. I guess it just says just reach 100 <laughs> yards. So I don't. Think um, all right. If. Uh, let's go with uh, assuming that the starting quarterbacks don't play. 
So we got what John Wolford versus Colt McCoy. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, is it just the uh, like James Connor, DeAndre Hopkins, and Cooper Cup? Is that all you start in this game? Uh, the tight ends. Oh yeah, the tight ends for Higby and Ertz. Yeah, because Arizona's terrible against tight ends, so Higby should have a good game. And the Rams are okay against tight ends, but Ertz gets enough volume that he should be fine, even with Colt McCoy at quarterback. Um, yeah, it, on Connor's kind of touchdown dependent, but he has a big enough role that you're probably playing him if you've got him. Mm-hmm. Um, I have him at 26. So I'm not really excited about it because I don't think he's going to score a touchdown. Um, yeah, it's tough i i i think you got just hopkins and hopkins and Ertz on the arizona side and uh um cup and higby on the ram side mm-hmm. all right um eno benjamin uh played only about 30 percent of snaps last week and that's rounding up um when james connor was healthy previously he played about 30 percent of snaps so don't start Eno Benjamin as long as James Conner's around. It seems like they have that, for better or for worse, they have that role cinched up in James Conner for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, all right. If the quarterbacks do play, would you add um, Allen Robinson and or Rondale Moore to your list of starting guys? Um, Rondale Moore, uh, yes. I think if Kyler plays you can start Rondell Moore and reasonably expect at least 10 points. Okay. But not, so yes, Rondell Moore, no to Allen Robinson is what I'm hearing. No on Allen Robinson, yeah. Okay. So if you want to go with this game, see if you can get Taylor Heineke or Jimmy Garoppolo because uh, they said every, all the coaches said they will know 90 minutes before kickoff, which means you will be screwed and you'll have to start like Sam Ellinger or nobody basically everybody else is probably on a roster so go out and get uh one of those guys right now just in case um all right let's get that win loser draw uh kyler murray james connor and cooper cup james connor win he scores a touchdown he does it folks cooper cup draw he gets not uh 11 for 190 um (laughs) (laughs) and kyler murray loss uh because that man's going to be up late playing COD. Again, folks, anybody? Joe, COD? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Murray loss because I don't think he plays. Um, James Conner draw will be fine. And Cooper Cup win, I'll say he has nine for 130 and a touchdown. We have almost the same amount of fantasy points for my insane statement and yours. Yeah, my reasonable statement, 28 <laughs> fantasy points. Your insane statement, 30 fantasy points. <laughs> All right, Mike, what's your win-loser draw for your own uh, your own boys? Uh, well, if Murray doesn't play, obviously he's the loser. Um, the who? The, the her. Uh, Connor um, with the win because they're going to definitely rely on him. And then Cup will do just Cup things, so the draw. All right. Sunday night football. Chargers five and three. Niners four and four. Forty five and a half point over under. San Francisco seven point favorites. One Jeff Crisco will be in the stadium. Nice. Uh, I will play as many snaps as Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, though. They have both been ruled uh, out. 
Jason Verrett for the Niners tore his Achilles. Kyle Juszczyk is back after getting uh, surgery on his broken finger. Debo Samuel is fully back, and Elijah Mitchell is coming off the IR on Sunday for the 49ers. So uh, Chargers banged up. Niners looking good, looking handsome. Let's get into some trivia, and you both know you both have to know what's coming. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey stuff. It's the well, it's the Family Feud. Feud. All right, I didn't I didn't share sounds. Hold on, let me do this again. Sounds. All right. Let's see. It's Family Feud. Everybody's cheering. We're so happy for Family yeah. Feud. Woo. All right. Since Christian McCaffrey entered the league in 2017, he leads the NFL in yards per game. All running backs, sorry. Who are running backs two through six in yards per game since 2017? And whoever buzzes in first. Uh, buzz, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is, uh, if I could hide this question, he is fourth. Oh, oh that's Alvin Kamara. Derrick Henry is fifth. <laughs> All right. So, oops. All right. So, we got three more on the board. Walker, do you want to pass or play to Mike? Mike gets a chance to beat me. All right, Mike, we need uh, number two, three, and four uh, in in uh, yards per game at running back since Christian McCaffrey entered the league. Because EMC is one, so yards per game. Um, Jeez. Uh, I would go with Josh Jacobs. Mike is incorrect. Really short. All right, Mike. Don't overthink this, Mike. (laughs) Don't overthink this. I'm always going to overthink it. It's Walker's Walker's thing. Uh, no, you get you get three tries, and yeah, then Walker get, gets to you steal. get the you get the three X's. I I let you play it. Oh, yeah. you let and, you pass for that. Uh, for yeah. that. Oh. <laughs> Mike doesn't know the rules. This guy doesn't even know how to play the game. <laughs> um, Nick Chubb. Mike, stop overthinking this. Dang, <laughs> not Nick Chubb either. This is yards per game, not rushing yards per game. This is just yards per game. Nick Chubb has almost no receiving yards. Oh, okay. That's the clue I missed. Austin Eckler. All right. Mike loses. Jesus. All right. Okay, whatever. Walker gets a chance to steal. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is two. Wait. Mike, I told you not to overthink it. Jonathan Taylor. I didn't even two. think of my own guy. Yeah. Any other uh, thoughts about who one and three might be? Saquon. Saquon is three. Uh, Joe Mixon. Nope. Dalvin Cook. You. Dalvin Cook. So oh. since Christian McCaffrey has entered the league, running back yards per game, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, and Derek Henry. Or... As somebody likes to say, Herrick Denry. Herrick Denry. Herrick Denry. All right. So that is the last trivia game. Mike wins trivia this week. Let's go, Mike. Oh, tiebreaker. Let's do, I do have a tiebreaker question for you both just for fun. Um, If I could pull it up here. Is it also Christian McCaffrey related? No, it is not Christian McCaffrey related. It is. Huh? That's a surprise. 
It is, um, let me just pull this up here. It is how many points have been scored on non-offensive touchdowns this year? So defense and special teams touchdowns. How many points have been scored? Wow, that's going to be. I'll give you a hint. It's how many touchdowns times six. Oh, that's a good hint. You're uh, I'll go 781. 781 points? Yeah, why not? Mike, you think 100 defensive touchdowns have been scored this year? <laughs> oh, that's probably not true. <laughs> that's a lot. I'm going to give you a chance um, to, uh, to mulligan that one. I'll go 225. 225. All right, Walker? Um, 90. 90? Oh, why did I go? T- we're talking touchdowns here. We're talking points off of touchdowns. Points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 225. The answer is 156. So uh, Walker is barely closer. That's right. All right. All right. I so I didn't do very well on that one, though, to be honest. This yeah. is the week that I went completely over. I didn't go. I didn't go crazy that Walker was like uh, a rounding error away like they usually are. Ridiculous. Oh. Absolutely ridiculous nonsense from this, usually from Walker. All right. My the question, who will, who will account for more of their team's offense this week? Austin Eckler or Christian McCaffrey? Ooh. Man, you get to see Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey live, man. Jeez. Um, and guess who I get to see in two weeks? Who do you get to see? Taysom Hill. Actually, no, oh. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> oh. Well, either oh, one would yeah. be exciting. Yeah. Kamara's cool, yeah. Yeah, Kamara. So I'm excited. Wow, that's, uh, that's pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Austin Eckler or Christian McCaffrey? Who who I'm, accounts for more of their team's offense? I'm gonna go CMC because they are, they are just loving CMC right now. They just want to get him involved in passing and rushing. I'm surprised he's not doing punt returns and kick returns. I mean, that's going to be next, right? So he's gonna get more points. Yet. So yeah. He's not doing that yet. Yeah, yeah. This this is the week he's going to do that too. Yes. All right, uh, Walker. Who accounts for more of their team's offensive production this week? Austin Eckler or Christian McCaffrey? So here's the thing. I think Eckler accounts for a higher percentage of his team's offensive production, but I think McCaffrey scores more fantasy points because I don't think the Chargers' offense is going to be very successful in this game, and I think the Niners' offense will do pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I. I have McCaffrey at one and Eckler at three on the week, but I think Eckler will score a higher percentage of his team's points. That was the question. Yeah. Um, So let me ask you about this. Would you start Justin Herbert or Jimmy Garoppolo this week? I think I'd neither, honestly. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't play either of them. Wow. I'd I'd go Herbert, but this isn't something that is like, automatic response oh yeah justin herbert over jim of course you know no it's not i just think that justin herbert has more of an opportunity i guess to score even without wide receivers to be in the top 12 than garoppolo i would play uh i would play mr unlimited over Um, say it right i I would play mr unlimited there you go over justin herbert okay um, I think they're both like 12 to 15 guys this week, Herbert and Garoppolo, well, um, 15 to 18. So suck it. 
<laughs> All right, fair. Um, we already talked about the running backs. Uh, we are starting Debo Samuel. We are starting. Are we starting Brandon Ayuk or Josh Palmer or both? I think you can play both of them. Um, Ayuk will get his six for seventy-five, and uh, Palmer will have like eight catches for seventy yards. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's going to be pretty much straight even. Okay. And then, um, obviously, we're starting George Kittle. What about G- Geraldo Everett? Niners um, are great against tight ends, um, getting their defense back. Yeah, I have Everett at 11. Um, I would like to find a better option. I mean, if you could get Greg Dulcich or Evan Engram or Tyler Higby, I would play any of those guys over Everett. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Mike, what do you think about Gerald Everett? I I I think he's an every week starter. All right. Jeff vindicated. Vindicated. Q vindication by Dashboard Confessional. Uh huh. Anybody? I've, no. I've definitely heard that song. Come on, you've heard it. It's the Spider. No, it's not the Spider Man song. It's vindicated. I'm selfish. I'm wrong. I'm right. I knew I was oh, right. Okay. That's right all along. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have heard that song. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who's winning this one? Let's go Niners. N-I-N-E-R-S. Niners, Niners, Niners. Yeah. Niners are going to win. I think I have Niners. Nope. You have the Chargers, you loser. <laughs> you <idiot. Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are we bullying Mike? Let's bully Mike. Ah, Mike changed it to the Niners. All oh, right. Clean Niners sleep. Come all on. right. Next game up, uh, the blowout of the week. Washington 4-5, and five, Philly 8-0, no, uh, 44-point over-under, Philly 11-point favorites. Philly has no injuries. Uh, Jahan Dotson practiced in full for the Commanders. He is uncertain for, well, he's certainly not going to play on Sunday. He's uncertain for Monday. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan David McKissick, uh, J.D. McKissick likely not playing as he is still not practicing with a neck injury which means that it's uh, Antonio Gibbs season, as the folks say. All right, Walker, what is your question for the last game of the week? I want to want you guys to rank these flex out. Flex. Flex. What the hell? Flex. Flex. Uh, flex. <laughs> yeah, it's Sean Connery voice. Flex. flex. <laughs> Antonio Gibson. <laughs> rank these flex options. <laughs> Antonio Gibson, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Devontae Smith. I am going... Curtis Samuel. Uh, I'm not going to do that for all of them. I will go Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, Devonta Smith. Okay. Because I think that the Eagles are going to go up big early and they're going to run the ball and the commanders will be passing a ton to try to catch up. So I want all those, those receptions. Sure. But you might. Curtis Samuel, Antonio Gibson, um, Devontae Smith and Terry McLaurin. <laughs> Mike does it for the one name without an S in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go. I'll go. Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Devontae Smith. Perfect. And are any of these guys locked in starters? Not locked in. Um, I would say in most cases you're probably playing Antonio Gibson this week. Um, he's going to catch passes. It's going to be a game script where they're going to need to throw, and he's going to have the receiving role with McKissick out. I would expect at least five catches. 
So you, you've got a floor there of at least, you know, even if he runs for like 20 yards, he's going to get you probably double digit points. Mike, would you rather start Antonio Gibson or Miles Sanders in this game? I, th- I think I'll go Sanders. Uh, okay. I think so. Chance of touchdowns and I think yeah. the yards might be equal. I, I agree. I think I would start Sanders over Gibson. Okay, perfect. And then uh, A.J. Brown, I think we're starting. Jalen Hurts, you heard of this guy? I think we're starting him. Uh, yeah. Taylor Heineke, how desperate do you have to get to start Taylor Heineke? Uh, not that desperate, I think. I mean, he's probably going to figure out a way to get you 15 points, but, um, you know, he's not a guy you want to play. He, he's Taylor Heineke is the perfect QB2 in a two-quarterback league. Yeah. He's, he's going to be like QB 17 every week. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, I think that's it for this game. Please do not start Logan Thomas or John Bates. Please start Dallas Goddard. Yes. Yeah. You're still starting Dallas Goddard, even though uh, Washington is the best defense in the league against tight ends. Uh, Goddard will have enough volume that he'll probably still get you at least nine or 10 points. He will outscore Kyle Pitts. That is correct. He will outscore all the tight ends in last night's game combined. Probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, anybody going crazy and taking Washington? No. No. All right. That'll do it for this week's uh, re- or preview episode of the Football Absurdity Podcast. Yeah, the Thank review so- episode. Everything we said is going to happen. We've correct. through to the future. <laughs> well, preview just stands for a preemptive review. That's right. Because we've seen into the future, and so we know what's going to happen. Um, so we will be back, uh, especially the things we disagreed about. That's we we definitely that's all correct. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday to review these these games with you folks. Talk about Thursday night football. Which all right, let's see who Thursday night football is next week. Any guesses on how bad the game's going to be? Uh, Thursday night football next week. Um... I give it a four out of ten. Texans, Jaguars, I don't know. Titans, Packers. Uh, it's not great. Not great, Bob. Yeah, All right. Four out of we, ten. I still we, stand my four out of ten. We will be back on Tuesday to talk about all of this week's games and that game as well. So for Walker and Mike, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Take care and have a good one. Bye. Mm-hmm.